At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It is Thursday morning, and do you know what time it is? It's Minnesota Tim and Jake's Takes time, as heard on the spectacular, arousing, unbelievable, tantalizing Jake's Takes open. Mm. And Jake, as we always do on a Thursday morning... How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm a little disappointed. I haven't been called by any uh, bands or record labels asking mm. for my services. Well, um, I mean, I I understand why. Like, if you think about it from their perspective, they're thinking, "How many offensive coordinator calls is this guy receiving to oh, true. Yeah. coach college football, high school, the NFL?" <laughs> and it's like. Do they really want to bombard you with another question? Mm-hmm. Where it's like that's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got to kind of choose I, my path. Really, I got to go either you know NFL offensive coordinator or you know famous rock star, and I really got to pick which one. I'm kind of waffling between both at the moment. That's not really helpful for my career. So I really need to dive into one of the two. I think. Yeah, I suppose you could be both, though. I mean, maybe there's like room. Maybe you could be like a trendsetter, mm-hmm. set a tone for the future offensive coordinator slash head coaches. Plus, I don't want to just limit you to, oh, coordinator. I mean, you look at Kevin O'Connell, he's a head coach. The whole offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, there's no like head coaches that are both these days. There's a head coach that has like a specialty, right? Sorry, you were, you were lagging aggressively, so I'm probably hearing you all on like a Three-second delay, and now it's cut up. So I agree with okay. everything you just said. Let me Give me a second to transfer <laughs> into my different Wi-Fi. This happened last... It's happened the last few weeks for, like, the first, like, minute. It's, like... Again, you kind of, like, suffer for some lag, and then all of a sudden it's fine the rest of the way. So I don't know if okay. it could be my end. I have no idea. There we go. Yeah, I, I transferred yes. to the right Wi-Fi. So I think I'm good now. 
interesting. Okay. Just a, but yeah, I heard you talk. talking about, I mean, yes, I could be an offensive coach or, uh, sorry, a head coach who still calls the plays. That's an option. Um, mm-hmm. There is like a wrestler who's like in like the WWE type wrestling. Mm-hmm. His name is Chris Jericho. He has a rock. He's the lead singer of a rock band. So like he like tours around wrestling, but then he tours around with his band. So, I mean, it's been done before that you have two major careers. So I, maybe I'll try to do both. I don't know. I think so. I mean, you look at Greg Kittle. There's an example. He's been on WWE wrestling before, right? Like he's an NFL tight end, one of the best, and he's been on WWE wrestling. I think you mean so George like, Kittle? George Kittle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's Greg Kittle? I don't know. His dad probably. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I think it's like a WWE. <laughs> huh. Okay. Um. Anyway, here. So there's a lot to talk about as I'm continuing to like. There's a little back and forth delay here. How am I doing now? It's better. It is better so far. There was okay. a second where it was not so good. You probably yeah, could tell, yeah. but now it's I can great. still feel I can still feel a little delay after I'm done talking. There's still like a half second to one second delay where it's like mm-hmm. is the, the back and forth isn't quite as synced up, you know? Mm. You know who else wasn't as synced up? And maybe there was a little delay. The Minnesota Timberwolves last night. The Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> Segway. Hey, yo. The Timberwolves lost season opener. They were one-point favorites against the Toronto yeah. Raptors. The Timberwolves lost 97-94. I was not able to watch the game last night. But looking at the statistics here, it's not too difficult to figure out what went wrong. Towns went eight for 25. Edwards went eight for 27. Timberwolves mm. shot mm. 34% from the field, 25% mm-hmm. from the three point line. And uh, mm. they lost by three points. So it's like you look at the statistics and you look at the score. Timberwolves make two more threes and they win the game. And, and they didn't do that, which now. Yep. Is 19 straight losses against the Toronto Raptors in Toronto. That seems impossible because it's not like the Raptors have been that great. You know what I mean? Like they've had a, obviously they had a few years there where they were solid. You know, a nice like five six year run of being solid. Obviously the championship year with Leonard. But aside from that, they've been a middle of the road kind of team for the last 20 years. Like it seems impossible that you go 0 for 19. I know the Wolves aren't mm. very good, but Jesus, like that's not how's that happen? Um, I don't know if you saw the statistic, good. but the Timberwolves, uh, the Timberwolves, the 49ers haven't beat the Vikings in Minneapolis for like 30 years since like the Joe Montana. I saw that. Well, that, they, they play less, right? Yeah, right. That I don't think they play it as much. I mean, Timberwolves they play Toronto Raptors at least once a year in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Are you there? You back? You're you're struggling, man. It's struggling. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a struggle. I, I think I think I I'm I'm gonna go out on a hot take here, and I think it's your internet this morning. <laughs> I think it's on you this morning. It could be. It could be. It could be the like, hot take. Let me see. It claims I still got all my full bars though. You're really lazy on my end. Like, your video is stalling. (laughs) Your video is really stalling this morning. 
Do you have free LTE? Do I no? I'm cheap. No. Okay. I, just I mean, I do, if... but like, it would run out here. Fine, I can try it. No, you don't have to. I'm just curious. I'm just curious if that's going to solve the issue because I was looking at mine, and let's go back to like a week or two ago. Like the intro, you said you could not hear a single word I said, and then I went back mm. to like check to see if I needed to delete it or something, and it sounded completely smooth. So I think that one was on you. I went to me LTE. My... Can you hear me? Oh man, you're so smooth. Hmm. Yeah, if I just I've gone over my LTE minutes once ever, and it well, was you like don't four... have to do it. Oh. you don't. Have so to do I it. think it's gonna happen. It's not a big deal. Are you sure? We just, can't, we just can't do this for like five hours, then it'll be all okay. right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, how, how's my leg time right now? Right now, it's pristine. Yeah, I feel that. I feel good. Con- I feel good connection. The delay is down to zero, basically. Yes. So, back to the Timberwolves, ninety-seven, ninety-four. We're fighting through a little controversy this morning. Fighting, fighting through a little uh, uh, difficulties, but uh, we're, we're 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 not giving up. Um, well. As far as season predictions go, 82-0 and 0 is now eliminated. So mm. uh, I don't think you can say that one unless somehow something crazy happens. Um, but do you 0-82 think... 0-82 is still in play. 0-82. That's true. That's true. Um, I was giving the Timberwolves too much credit. It brings me back to my days of NBA 2K 2004 on the Dreamcast mm. where we tried to create 0 and 82 teams yep yeah and i don't think we were ever successful at that were we i think we were yeah did we yeah okay i think so i think we did it once okay but it was harder than you'd think we'd have a team of like all centers that were rated like 50 overall and yes. they'd always they'd sneak out one game they'd lose every game by like an average of like 50 points a game and then they just beat somebody yeah yeah so what I think the Vegas over under was like forty eight and a half wins for the Timberwolves this season. Uh, do you think that's too high, too low? Are you taking the over? Are you taking the under? Uh, what's your perspective on the Timberwolves this year? I thought it was a little bit lower than that. I don't. I don't. I don't sports gamble, so I don't remember. I thought it was more like forty five or something like that. I thought. Oh, I think it's about forty eight. Okay, whatever. Either way, that's. I mean, there's a reason it's that over under. It's because more than likely they're going to be right in that 44 to 49 win range um, if everything goes as planned. Um, the West is a lot of like decent to good teams, but I don't know that there's. I mean, obviously you have the Nuggets. Um, I think the Lakers will be in that second tier. The Suns probably are in that first tier. I mean, so there's a couple mm-hmm. first tier level teams, and then a bunch in that second, maybe third tier. Um, Wolves are right in there, or they should be. Um, they got the guys to do it. They have hopefully a healthy cat all year. Um, Conley with an off season. I think that will be nice to have him for the whole season. Uh, mm-hmm. Nikhil Alexander Walker is kind of a sneaky little like six man of the year candidate for some people, not wolves people, well, wolves people, of course, but for some national people too, they think he might make a step as well. Um, really? yeah. And I don't I buy surprised. that at all, but I listened to, uh, Bill Simmons and mm-hmm. they do their over-unders for the year. For each each team, it's him, Rosillo, and then his buddy House. Um, okay. And all three of them loved the Wolves over. And mm. I just, I don't know if it's the Minnesota pessimistic, you know, guy in me. My first reaction is like, wow, there's no chance. Like, why? 
why are you guys buying in? Like, it never works out that way for the Timberwolves. Um, but so nationally, I feel like a lot of people are in on this Wolves team as at least being a solid team that can beat their overrunner, that can make make playoffs, be a solid team again. The, the Gobert Towns thing has figured out enough. Um, not perfect, you know. I don't think it's a great plan long term to have those two paired up, but at least for the short term, it should be okay. Um, until they got to trade somebody next year, because I don't think they're going to be a second tier uh, luxury tax team. I don't think they want to do that. Because um, right now with Ant, McDaniel's huge deal, Towns, um, Gobert, they're literally yeah, going to be. It seems like they're going to have to do something about that. It's they're going to be in the second crazy. apron, which is like they changed all those rules last year, was the first year, um, where the tax hits are way bigger because teams like the Warriors, um, Clippers were just paying up the water. They're like, they were hitting those tax aprons and it wasn't really hurting them enough. The owners. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then teams were just doing it. All right. The Warriors get their aunt. They just pay the luxury tax. They win a couple titles. So they, they upped the pain, the pain of being over the cap with that luxury tax. And the second, the first window is not too bad. The first apron, but that second apron, if you're in that category, that level, it's a, you're, hurting and i don't know if maybe a rod and mark laurie right first year you own the team do you really want to pay that second apron for a team right that isn't even guaranteed to make it past the first round of the playoffs let alone make it into the first round of the playoffs it's like right it'd be one thing if you're the first you know if you're a warriors or you're keeping the nuggets together right exactly it's like timberwolves have been playing teams for the last two years and here you are like it might be the largest payment ever for like the most average product ever. Like it's just yep. like inflation times a million for the Timberwolves. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know who they, I think they would probably go to trying to trade cat first. Totally. Um, but, but the problem with that or trading either of them, cat or go bear, obviously you need to take, most teams don't have the salary just to absorb somebody like him, obviously, because mm-hmm. everyone's tied up against the cap. Um, so we'd have to take something back. And so it doesn't just, it's not like you can just trade away somebody and then your tax problems fixed. Like it's going to be complicated for them to figure out. So we'll see how that, that's the next year thing though. So for now, Ant didn't look great. Towns didn't look great. Um, Ant kind of said his comments were kind of weird. It was like, I don't, you know, paraphrasing a little bit, but basically like, he talked about not being like fully like involved and not basically like talked about not trying his hardest more or less is what he was talking about. Like he wasn't active in the game and he was like not all there. And he said, that's got to change. I'm, I'll be better next game. Oh my gosh. Those comments are already starting. Yeah. It was, it's I, like, again, I'm paraphrasing, but that was like the message of his comment was like, I wasn't like they Like I needed to be better and more active in the game in terms of like present so, oh. did you see the Bulls though? The who? The Chicago Bulls after No, I haven't. I haven't. They uh, lost. Billy Donovan walks into the locker room and they're like yelling at each other. And then Donovan asks them, like, do you, you know, do you want me to leave so you guys can keep working through this conflict? And they said, yeah. And then he went back to the media and was like, yeah, you know, we got to work through conflict this year. And it's like, it's been one game and their roster is sitting in the locker room yelling at each other about, you know, this or that. This is kind of funny that it all it took was one game. So Wolves are kind of in that train too. Where it's like one game in and we're already like 
questioning effort a little bit and oh. you know not executing the game plan the way we should. I'm like, ooh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, Here I'm looking at the Anthony Edwards quote now, and I feel like we saw this all of last season after last. It's like, yeah, we'll figure it out next game. Oh, for it's sure. Like, if you there is know, nobody, oh, there's my nobody word. in the world who loves to talk about what they plan to do than Carl Anthony Towns. Yes. And Ant is better with that. He's he's better, but Towns is the number one sports culprit mm-hmm. of like I will talk the talk. It's still a terrible movie. But um he will talk the talk and then nothing changes. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Oh gosh. Here's the Anthony Edwards quote. Started with me not moving the ball. I don't know what I was doing tonight, but I'll get back to it. We'll be all right. And then there's another one. I feel like I just got carried away and fell out of our strategy and started taking crazy shots. Fatigue definitely kicked in. I blame myself. So a little bit of that, a little bit of, there's like a little Carl Anthony Townsness in these quotes, but not, not nearly as severe. Correct. He's not a full Towns. No, absolutely Mm -hmm. not. Yeah. I didn't mean to make it. I mean, Towns is like the king. This was, this was more just like, again, how do you, after one game fall out of that? Like, come on. And maybe it's simple as this. He was excited. It's the opening night. He knows he's trying to become like, make the jump from like, oh, this kid could be insane to like, oh, he's a top 15 all NBA player. Like he's going to make the all NBA team. And so, I, you know, that's what Ant's thinking about this year. And it's game one. So, you know, he's going to take 25, 27, 30 shots. He, like he's going to try to be that guy because of all that adrenaline and excitement. So maybe it is that simple because like, all they did was iso ball and it just sucked. Like it was just not good. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it was that simple that he was just excited trying to make a bunch of plays, trying to show that he's top 15 kind of guy and it just didn't work last night. So to give Ant some credit, maybe it was just that. So, Oh man. Well, one thing that interests me about the Timberwolves and I think it's a sh- surprise to me. I mean, when I look at the roster and the way it's constructed, um, there's some defensive talent on the roster. I mean, Gubayer's won Defensive Player of the Year how many times? But you look at up and down the roster, you would think teams would be able to exploit basically the two-center lineup with Towns and Gobert and just like how slow it is. But instead of that being the issue, the Timberwolves only give up 97 points, it's actually the exact opposite issue where scoring has actually been the biggest issue with having a Towns-Gobert lineup which is surprising to me are you surprised at all by that i mean rudy doesn't really you know he's his only he's not a post player his only way to score is by lobs right pick and roll and that's not been something the wolves have been elite at um conley you know did you see the alley-oop edwards threw him in the in the preseason game Mm -hmm. that was sweet (laughs) that one was sweet Um, yeah the one yeah so conley should help that this year you know we saw some chemistry between conley and gobert last year um, so I think that should be better. It's it's also hard to say. It's such a small sample size with Towns and Gobert. It's like Towns has hurt so much. It's hard to know, like, what is the reality? Like, we don't have a big enough sample size yet to really say, I don't think, like, is it a huge problem or is it just, like, a minor problem that they can work out, in my mm-hmm. opinion? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Something I'll have to figure out. Um, to yeah. Let's move on to the Vikings W as we all predicted what happened. 
I don't think anyone didn't expect the Vikings to win against the San Francisco 49ers at home, at U.S. Bank Stadium, coming off a massive win on the Bears. They had all the momentum. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, I mean, Cousins, top 10 quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's a better quarterback than Purdy. I wasn't surprised by it. Were you? No, I mean, you saw my comment on the Minnesota Tim Facebook page. I said 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. That was, yeah. Now, I will say, like, the chinks in the armor were there. You know, we we talked about, you know, McCaffrey being, and he still ended up being a beast. But no Debo Samuel, no Trent Williams. Mm-hmm. Like, they, there were some kinks in the armor. We watched him struggle against the Browns. Um, so we knew at least that it wasn't, they weren't coming in here, like, red hot, right? They We knew that there was at least a chance that they could take advantage of it. Now, I would say we got some luck because settling for two 20-yard field goals is not, you know, that they need to figure out. Did you know we're the only team in the NFL without a rushing touchdown? I did know that, I think. No, that's less exciting because I was hoping (laughs) I would surprise you with this sweet stat. Um, But, uh, whoa, what? No. um, So at some point, honestly, at some point, though, Madison has to, you know, Last week we saw Akers, I think, get 10 carries for, I don't remember what it was, 40, 50 yards, something like that. And he looked, again, he just looks better. He just he does. does. Look better. He looks yeah. more explosive. And again, you can use Madison as that grinder. I'm not saying, I don't think Akers should be getting 20 carries a game. But to not have it be 10 and 10 or 15 and 7, or like Akers should be getting a bigger chunk, a consistent chunk of work because he comes in and makes a difference um, instantly. Mm-hmm. And it's just clearly, again, it's not like we've been effective with Madison. So you have, you know, seven weeks of data saying, you know, we haven't had over 100 yards. We haven't, uh, from Madison anyway, um, right. we haven't had a rushing touchdown. Like, clearly something's not working. And He and got it, a little bit going against the 49ers. He but did. Even yep. when he had those decent runs, Akers still looks better. He just looks quicker between the tackles. Mm-hmm. Looks more elusive. Uh, mm-hmm. The way a running back, the way you wish it would look. Yep. And and part of that, I mean, the line, though, you know, Madison had some huge holes to run through. Like, again, we seem to have, you know, based on PFF and stuff, one of the best passing lines we talked about last week and one of the best rushing lines. Like, the linemen are actually not the problem this year for the first time, like, ever. Like, how often have we been talking about the offensive line this year? Not very often. A few times early, we had that weird, you know, Ingram punching the ball out of Cousins' hand. You know, we had some weird stuff that we were annoyed with. Um, or Cleveland or whoever it was that did that. Yeah. But um, for the most part, it's been pretty good. Like, I mean, Cousins wasn't sacked. The 49ers, the 49ers defense. One of the best defenses. Bosa, yeah. literally the best pass rusher. I didn't see the pressure numbers, but they had to be low. I mean, he did not get a lot of pressures in his face, and he had zero sacks. And mm-hmm. that's, again, the offensive line is phenomenal. Like, we, the, it's been great. So we need to help help him out, running backs, what, please. What was the uh for? Because I just, I don't know. I feel like every other year we have great skill guys and a terrible offensive line, and we're all frustrated by it. And now we seem to have a phenomenal offensive line, and we just can't fully take advantage obviously we're doing better but you know it just if we would have had like cook a few years behind this line or you know i don't know call me crazy or 
call me Tim. You are crazy and you are Tim, yes. Oh, thank you. Uh, with Jordan and Addison stepping in as the number one wide receiver, could this benefit the Vikings long-term? And I say that because I feel like the chemistry between Addison and Cousins is progressing rapidly because JJ isn't there on the roster. Now, in theory, now it doesn't always work like this, but in theory, when JJ comes back, you hope that that Addison-Cousins chemistry is still there Mm -hmm. and that Cousins doesn't always try to force-feed JJ as much and maybe tries to force-feed Addison a little bit more, which Mm -hmm. might take some touches away from JJ, but maybe it'll make the Vikings offense all that more explosive. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I hear what you're saying. I think, let me summarize. I think you're trying to say that we should trade Jefferson to the Bears for the Panthers <laughs> for the Panthers pick and the Bears picks. So we could we could have the first and second overall picks. Mm-hmm. Is that what you were saying? That's what I, that's what I heard. Okay. No. Yeah, you're right. Right. Obviously, ideally, on an offense, you have more than one weapon that you can hit because obviously teams can key on it and add it. You know, kind of the Thielen Jefferson combo of a couple years ago. Like if Addison and hopefully he's better than Thielen, you know, more explosive because he is mm-hmm. more explosive. Um, right. We thought kind of KJ Osborne would be that guy. We were hoping last year. We were hoping this year. He, he's just not explosive. He has a lot of drops. He's not the guy to be your second, you know, fiddle to Jefferson. He could be a good third fiddle, whatever. He's a good third guy to have, but he's not good enough to really take over. Addison obviously is. So yeah, if you can split those, you know, suddenly you can't just double team Jefferson on one side because you have somebody on the other side who is, you know, also elite. Mm-hmm. So you're right. Hopefully that they keep that. And part of that honestly is aside from um, like chemistry, that's play calling too. Right. I mean, you, you develop these plays that have certain looks, right. And obviously mm-hmm. if Jefferson's your guy and your only guy, you're developing a lot of your plays to target him. Right. You're right. The other receivers are running routes to hopefully draw eyes and get guys away so that Jefferson's open. You right. Know, you're taking advantage yeah. of the zone and stuff. So now Speaking you have to make, like a true offensive coordinator. Yep. So you have to change your planning a little bit to say, all right, like right, we have to have plays where Jefferson's the one purposely bringing the eye candy and Addison's the one getting the first read kind of thing. So mm-hmm. they got – and their buy is pretty late too. So I think they have like six games and then a buy so that, you know – that's something they can kind of progress towards so that I'm guessing Jefferson might come back after that buy or maybe right before it. You know, that's something they can work towards once he starts coming back. But yeah, those are good points. Yeah, I like that. I like the way I like the way you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so these next few games get really easy for the Vikings and there's their schedule opens up and and things could get magical here. Mm-hmm. Are you 100 percent in? And in 100% belief that these next few games, they're at Green Bay this weekend, at Atlanta, home versus New Orleans, at Denver, home versus Chicago, at Las Vegas. Those are the next, what, six games, seven games, mm-hmm. whatever. Six games, I think, yeah. Are you all in on the Vikings making the playoffs, winning these next six or seven games? Do you have 100% belief, or, or is there a... You said it earlier. There's a little skeptic inside of you. Well, what's your approach? Well, we we alluded to this throughout the year so far. They're not going to have to win 10, 11 games to make the playoffs. Because we, we know that 7 seed is probably going to be a 9 and 8 team. It's even possible that it could be an 8 and 9 team. 
mm-hmm. um, depending on how it all shakes out and how mediocre everyone ends up being. Um, so they could go four and two over this next stretch, and they're probably in a good position to claim that last wild card spot. If you want to be serious about the division, you probably need to be five and one or six and zero for these six games. Um, and then you have to take down the Lions two of the last three weeks. Um, but to make the playoffs, absolutely. I mean, if they go even just four and two, you know, mm-hmm. you beat the Bears. You hope you beat the Packers. Um, you know, Falcons, they're leading their division. They're okay. Saints have a really good defense, so they're a little tricky. The Raiders look like by then they might be in tank mode. They don't look very good. Um, who's the other one in there? Um, did you say Denver? Mm-hmm. Oh, Denver. Denver. They're not good either. That road game makes it a little tougher, but yeah, they're not very good at it. Um, biggest thing that might stink for them is that they lost to the Bucks, and that might be who they are competing with for that last playoff spot. So there might be a little tiebreaker situation that they regret that one. Um, but other than that, yeah, if they go four and two, I think they have a perfectly good shot. You know, then you're what you're seven and six with a handful of games left. You're in decent shape to finish nine and eight. That might be good enough to make it. So. Do you predict five and one or even undefeated through this? If there was a game the Vikings would lose, who, 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 which game would that be? They're six and zero. Oh, I'd be shocked because that's just I don't know that they're good enough to just rattle off six wins. They um, play too many close games. It's like if they right, just blew exactly. out one team, it's like I'd have a little bit more confidence. But all of these games look so winnable, yet all I, of them are very losable. <laughs> yes, I think. The Packers, you never know. I mean, I, I, they're better than the Packers, but you never know. Packers always weird things happen. Um, I think the Saints would be one that is definitely likely. Just their defense is so good. Um, mm-hmm. And their offense is getting better. Um, and the Falcons, again, they're kind of a funky offense with some different weapons that are okay. So those would probably be two of the ones. And then, again, add Denver. Like There is something about going to Denver – but honestly, by then, Russell Wilson might not even be the quarterback. It might be Jared Stidham. So that could be unraveled pretty quickly. So I think the two most likely losses would be Saints-Falcons. Uh, but, yeah, I'd throw the Packers in there, too, as just you never know. Mm-hmm. But Jordan Love looks pretty bad, like really yeah. bad. Yeah, he does not look good at all. I came with the prediction earlier this year that uh, the Packers would have a better record than the Vikings, and that looked good through like the first four or five weeks of the season. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't look good anymore. It looks like the Vikings are finding their stride, and the Packers mm-hmm. are kind of falling apart um, after some losses. Um, there were some n- people talking about Travis Kelsey and his performances when Taylor Swift is at the stadium. And his performances when Taylor Swift is not at the stadium. And I've seen a lot of pushback to these statements. And I don't know why there's pushback. People must forget the way that you start acting when you know your girl is watching you. Mm -hmm. And when you know your girl's also watching other players. Because Mm. there's this like huge amount of like pride huge amount of like i gotta show out for my girl man i don't mm-hmm. want her sleeping with that other guy over there or like mm-hmm. checking him out I, I need to stand out on the field are you with me or are you against me i agree the only thing i think the only game she hasn't come to is the vikings so maybe it's more just simply the vikings defense is so elite we shut down Travis Kelsey and nobody else can. Because I think that's the only game she hasn't come to, right? Well, 
I wonder if they're including the first few games of the season because this didn't start until like week three, week four, something like that. Oh, sure. Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. I don't know. I don't, I, I mean, Thanks. I'm not, I, I don't have the Taylor Swift stats in front of me, but. Hmm. So you're not going to go uh, see the movie? <sighs> of her concert, her if my time. wife wanted to see it, I, I would see it, but she doesn't even know. I think it's like three it. hours. Like it literally is just her concert as a movie. Oh like, my word. Just, yeah. She doesn't even know it's coming out. So I, I, oh, easily. don't tell her. Are you going? Are you going? No, I convinced Tali to go with a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and not that she was. I mean, she asked me somewhat half-heartedly. Um, and I said, "Ah, oh, shoot, we have the you know Litchfield playoff game is on Saturday. I guess I can't make it." So I'll be going to that instead. But Are yeah, you be on the sidelines. No, I think I might go to the booth though. Oh, oh, look at you. Offensive coordinator from the just, booth. From just upstairs. to watch. Yeah, yeah just to I watch and then to get, get in for free because now it's the playoffs, so I'd have to pay eight bucks. So might as well save the save the eight bucks. <laughs> I love when the, the, they're showing an NFL game. And, of course, they show the old coordinators, head coaches, yeah. defensive coordinators from the sidelines. But then they got that booth camera, right? Yep. And it was like a straight close-up shot of the guy yep. just like, Calling the play and being so Mr. Serious and yeah. uh, it's just an interesting, funny shot. I know. I always wish there was a guy that was like leaning back, like feet up on the desk. <laughs> he's got like um, a loose notebook sheet of paper that he's like flipping through. Screen pass. He's got like pretzels, like you know, he's got, like a soft pretzel and cheese like sitting on the counter, and he's just kind of nonchalantly, you know, that's what I want to see one of these times. Totally. Or maybe more so, even like the background, like one of like the assistants, like the guys who don't actually do anything like, you know, cause sometimes they have their other offensive assistants will be up there with them and stuff. Um, I just kind of want to see one of those guys just kind of chilling. Mm-hmm. But, did, did I see you put yourself in the running for this Justin Jefferson Jersey? I tried. Yeah. Can I, am I eligible? You're eligible. As long as you follow, I mean, you follow the Minnesota Tim page, you retweeted the post. I mean, that, that those were the requirements. So I don't know why you wouldn't be eligible. I feel like it would not uh, go well if I won. Um, I, w- I would actually hear I, this is how good of a man I am. I would uh, concede my victory. I would say, I don't want, you know, I'm proud to have won this honor. I would like to pass it on to someone else. That's what I would okay. say. Well, that's good to know in case you did win. I was more just retweeting it for the brand. I was helping you out. I was hoping to oh, get a thank few you. More, you know, subscribers and followers. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate You're that. You're so welcome. Appreciate the, the, for the brand and kindness for the brand, for the brand. Oh, uh, there's what this we, one. What, bu- oops, sorry. Go ahead. No, there's this one button that I just want to press. It says "Voice of God," and I don't remember what it is, but I want to press it. Let's hear what it says. Whoa. Okay. That's what it is. That's what I was wondering. I just I see it and I want to play it, but I don't know what it's going to play. What were you going to say? Uh, well, first of all, it's impressive that God recorded a track for you and put it in your computer. Um, <laughs> seems like that should be monumental news. To I mean, It is monumental. I'm grateful for it. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. I don't think it was very important. Hmm. Oh, hmm. Did you have anything else you wanted to share? Well, did the Vikings get it done against the Packers? What do you think? Well, I saw their one-point favorites. They switched. Yeah, it started as the Packers favored by one, and it's been bet. I'm surprised it's so people, close. Like People are it? on the Viking side. So, well, it it's moved two full points to the Vikings oh, side. Okay. So people have been betting so much on the Vikings, it's moving to the Vikings. Yeah, but like, 
I was hoping it'd be at least by a field goal. I'd be a little bit more confident if it was a field goal game. But it's a yeah. one-pointer. It's like, I know they're going on the road, facing Green Bay, but, like, they haven't looked good. No. I, don't know. I mean... I mean, I would bet the Viking side still, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would, too. Feels like a field goal game. Right. Either way, it's going to be close. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Feels like yeah. that. I mean, I... It's, see, I, I just wish. This is my wish. This is my, like... My wish... Yeah. You. Okay. Mm. This is like my presidential campaign statement. Vikings go out there and just kick some poon that looks like the Packers and just win by two scores for once. Shock the world. Screw this one score game crap and just win. I don't think you're going to be elected president very soon. <laughs> <laughs> if that's your statement. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But it was a good statement. Yeah. yeah. Statement. I'll try to get a rally going in Minneapolis go. and maybe people will join. Sounds like maybe, a plan. Maybe I can pay some homeless and peanut butter sandwiches to join and make it look bigger than it is. Mm. You've given to the homeless before. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Peanut butter, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches works out every time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still a little bitter about the Thanksgiving giveaway. A couple of years ago in Washington, D.C., I was home for Thanksgiving, of, yeah. made 100 turkey sandwiches. Couldn't pay them to take those sandwiches. They wanted hot food. It was cold turkey sandwiches. And, like, I was here, and, like, I'm thinking, like, these are going to go away in, like, 30 minutes. And I was literally walking around for three to four hours trying to figure out who to give these turkey sandwiches to. And, like, there's some blind people on the corner. I'm like, oh, they can't see if I'm going to put them there or not. So I put them next to some blind people, and it's like... I think 10 of them. I can't get rid of these things. It is weird that they would not want, you know. They have high standards, man. I guess. High standards. Sorry if you're homeless and you're listening to this podcast. I'm not taking any direct shot at you. I'm just saying it's frustrating. Yeah. Well, it is weird. Yeah. You try to do a good thing and it doesn't go out the way you planned. So, yeah. Yeah. It is. That's, yeah. That's unfortunate. But your heart was in the right place. Heart was in the right place. Got a good story. Got a good story. Yeah. You have anything else? I don't think so. I don't think so. I just, uh, yeah. Does that kind of cover it? That's kind of all the main stuff, I suppose. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Anything else on your end? Or? That's all I've got, yeah. Hmm. Well, I appreciate everyone what, listening what, to this episode. What about uh, if I needed some meat? Yeah. That's what I was about to say. Actually, oh. we're synced up. If you need Good. some meat, check out Hokeland Farm. Hokeland Farm has rotationally grazed and 100% grass-fed Hereford beef. This beef is sold in quarters and halves, and they also have custom sample packs so you can try before you buy. This beef has no medications or antibiotics, and 20% off your first order if you tell them you heard about them on the Minnesota Tim Podcast. 952-491-1541. Call Jared today at 952-491-1541. 1541. You can check out their Facebook page at facebook.com backslash Hokeland Farm and Hokeland Farm 2012 at gmail.com. And then when you eat too much meat, after that, you can check, check out Snap Fitness of Mayor at snapfitnessofmayor.com. Actually, that's not accurate. Snapfitness.com backslash mayor MN. <laughs> Fitness options for all levels and ages, personal mm-hmm. and group training. And mm-hmm. free enrollment if you tell mm-hmm. them you heard about them on the Minnesota Tim podcast. So I don't know how much enrollment is, but free is always much better than paying for something. Enrollment's not do, cheap. Enrollment's not cheap. 
Oh, enrollment's not cheap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you better call them at 952-247-1354. That's 952-247-1354. Again, snapfitness.com backslash mayor MN. Jacob, mm-hmm. as always, I appreciate your generous time and amazing spicy takes. I appreciate you, Minnesota Tim. And I appreciate your LTE because once we got that figured out, we were smooth sailing. Yeah, it was smooth. So, yeah, maybe maybe we need to look into my Wi-Fi. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll look around, figure out what's going on. All right. Well, everyone, thank you for listening. Rate, review, share, tell your friends. Talk to you later. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.